0: praise the Lord. What a blessing that was. Let me get this on here. Okay. And uh, let me remind you also, we mentioned this this morning, not this next coming Sunday night, but the following, the last Sunday night of the month, we'll be having our level up. And I hope you'll consider coming to that. This is a special time. There'll be uh, 12 different uh, sessions. uh, I'm sorry. Yes. 12 different sessions and two different module times. And you'll be able to go to two of those, and those are going to be very helpful. Uh, They're very practical, some for personal growth and healing, others for personal practical ministry. And so I hope you'll think about that. There'll be something for the children all the way up uh, to adults. And so that will be not the following week, but uh, not next week, but the following week. And so looking forward to that. Acts in chapter number 14, if you will. I'm just going to share probably just a few minutes And then we're going to have more of a testimony time. It will be a little bit different service. Because of the nature of the service, we're going to keep the children in here tonight. But I do want to just share one or two things as we kind of finish the message from this morning. Acts in chapter number 14 and verse number 26. If you have found it, if you could stand to your feet. And we'll go ahead and read that tonight. And Acts in chapter 14. And verse 26, it says, And thence sailed to Antioch from whence they had been recommended to the grace of God for the work which they fulfilled. And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. Lord, we sure do love you. Thank you so much for loving us. Thank you again for this great, great day we've had. As we reflect on what you did last year, and Lord, as we get excited about what you're going to do this year, we have faith and believe, we're trusting that you're going to use us to do something. We know that nothing gets accomplished by doing nothing. We have to put the effort, but when we go ahead and get with you, Lord, great things can be done. And so we're asking that you'll help us tonight to get, bring glory to your name and all the glory goes to you, Lord. And I pray that we'll learn something and be encouraged and strengthened tonight and we'll enjoy our time together. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. A man called the police and reported that his wife had gone missing. A male and female police officer turned up at his house and begin to interview him and the female officer asked the man if he had any theories on where she might be. The man responded with, "Well, this is going to sound pretty weird, but I think she disappeared into my magic coffee table." The officers looked confused and asked him to elaborate. "It's really strange, but whenever I leave things on this coffee table, they disappear and reappear somewhere else. When I leave uh, containers, uh, to-go containers on it, they disappear and reappear in the trash. When I del- leave dirty plates on or mugs on it, they disappear and reappear in the cupboards, washed, dried, and stacked neatly." And even when I leave my dirty clothes on it, they disappear and reappear cleaned and neatly folded on my bed. The female police officer looked at the man and said, oh, my goodness, you're an idiot. No wonder your wife has gone missing. The male officer says, I don't think she's left him. I think he's right. I've got the same coffee table at my house. Uh, You know, this is a report. Uh, tonight that is going to be a little bit different than the report we gave. And I want us to see in verse number 26, it says, And thence sailed to Antioch, from whence they had been recommended, to the grace of God for the work which they had fulfilled. They were going to go back to the church. Paul and Silas were at the end of their first missionary journey to give a report on all that God had done, but also to give an account. And Barnes said they had accomplished fully the work which was originally contemplated. It was strictly a missionary tour among the Gentiles, and it was an important and hazardous enterprise, and was that first in which the church formally engaged. And so the church was anxious to hear this was the first time this had ever happened, and they wanted to hear how these missionaries had fared. And we see they came back, we see their worship in verse 27, and when they were coming, gathered the church together, just as we have tonight. The Bible says they rehearsed, they reported, they told how God had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And we see they witnessed all that God had done in verse number 28, that bowed a long time, and they shared with him. And we see that Paul probably even wrote the book of Galatians at this time, but he spends some time reporting to the church all that God had done. And I think sometimes if, if you're here at every single service and if you're at every single staff meeting, and there's even times when, as a pastor of the church, someone will share something with me that happened on Sunday, and I'll say, wow, that's awesome. Praise the Lord. And you hear a lot of things, but sometimes you don't hear everything. I thought it would just be good tonight for us to just hear about some things God did uh, this year through our church and the different ministries, and so I've asked our our assistant pastors to come up here to the platform. They're all going to take a seat, and we're going to kind of take a a little bit of time going around and just talking a little bit about the special events that happened this year, uh, the special things we may have started, some things we're looking at doing, and we're going to just share a little bit about that tonight, and uh, we're also going to have some of our site churches talk a little bit, and so we're looking forward to that and so man if you'll come up here yeah go ahead come on up here um you may have to share a seat with Derek there brother Mark if you can or brother Vestal there we go and uh or brother TJ could I don't know so there you go you can sit right there brother Tim brother TJ you can sit right over here perfect awesome well we're and by the way may I say um what what gets done this week there's so many volunteers every every week of the year every every day of the week uh, in our school especially, and our church. But may I say, mu- much of what's done is organized and oversaw by these men up here. And can we just thank them a little bit tonight and praise the Lord for them. And I'm thankful for these men. They work so hard and uh, never complain. In fact, they want, they want to take the complaints off me, and they want to help deal with them. And I, 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 know, I know I can never be able to lead a ministry like this without the help of so many good men and so I appreciate them and so we're going to start off tonight just talking a little bit about some of the declare some of the outreaches we did and the first one was our monthly churchwide uh, on Saturdays, we started doing, uh, we've done soul-owning for years here at Grandview Baptist Church, but just to get things back going again, we started doing them once a month with a breakfast. The breakfast has always been delicious. And, uh, two, last, uh, two weeks ago, one of the ladies in our church, Joyce, she came up and she said, you know, we spend some time praying every week. I'd like to hear a report or maybe the ladies would be encouraged. And so we did. Last Sunday night, we kind of had a raise of hands of everyone who got saved, uh, throughout the day and the, and the weekend. And there was over 15 people that accepted Christ as their Savior, and may I say that is what happens when we go and we declare the gospel of Jesus Christ. And every single week, our men go out. and So, Brother Vestal, would you mind just maybe speaking a minute, a little bit about uh, the monthly or the weekly outreach you guys do?
1: So, on Tuesday mornings at 10 o'clock, I meet with a group of men by the missions map right over here in the foyer, and we have the opportunity to go out and uh, hand out some gospel tracts, share the gospel. We make visits to folks who have visited our church, and the Lord has allowed us to see people saved nearly every week, and it's just a joy to be with a group of men who have a heart for God and want to see the gospel going out. Of course, we can't make anyone get saved, but we can sure share the gospel, and the Lord has provided us with uh, wonderful results of seeing people saved, and uh, we're continuing to work to grow that ministry. And so we'd encourage you men, uh, Tuesdays at 10 if you're available, uh, we go out. We have a great time. We'll grab a coffee afterwards. But the Lord is working in a mighty way, and we're thankful for that.
0: Brother Cameron, why don't you share a little bit about what your vision is for the uh, GAP outreach this year?
2: Yeah, this year we're starting an outreach for our young adults once a month, and we're going to do that on a Tuesday night. Um, and my goal is, for a lot of the young adults, they've never been involved in, in an outreach, and maybe they're, this is their first time being a part of a, a church that takes the Great Commission seriously and things. Um, so my goal is to kind of take them this year through the process of getting involved in different parts of ministering to other people. And so we'll do some door knocking, we'll do some flyering uh, for different events, but I also want to spend some time with shut-ins, um, visiting people who aren't able to get out maybe, or, or helping them in that capacity. So that's my, my vision for this year.
0: Sounds great. Brother T.J., you take the teens every, every Wednesday. Maybe talk about that and then maybe some of the soul-winning marathons you did.
3: So. Uh, every single Wednesday. By the way, I'm T.J. Gardner, uh, teen pastor here. Um, every single Wednesday, I have the opportunity to take our young people on what we call teen outreach. And uh, that is for 7th through 12th graders. And we load up a bus. We go to local areas. Uh, and twofold goal, number one, to invite people to church. And uh, those young people will put gospel tracks on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of doors uh, throughout the year. And also we teach and train those young people who show up uh, how they can clearly present the gospel and meet a complete stranger and within five to ten minutes have walked them through some Bible verses and, and clearly explain that in a way that they can understand. And they're looking to lead people to Jesus Christ right there on the street, at their door, whatever it might be. And uh, so we do that every Wednesday this year. Uh, Of course, many of you would remember that in January of 2022, there was a lot of COVID strangeness still going on. And so many of the outreach events we were hoping to do, we just we didn't think we would be able to do. And so I decided to do two teen soul winning marathons, basically eight hours on a Saturday where we would go out for eight hours. And we would try to invite as many people and talk to as many people as we possibly could Uh, The first Saturday, uh, our teenagers saw 84 people trust Christ as their Savior. And I I looked everywhere for the number on the second one, uh, but it was something similar. So in those two, uh, over 150 people trusted Christ on those two Saturdays uh, from uh, teenagers just personally talking to people. uh, And so that was pretty awesome.
0: And then you mentioned this morning about youth explosion. Maybe just real quickly reiterate that one. Yeah,
3: uh, youth explosion is something our church has done to evangelize the public schools and try to um, reach young people, many of which have never been in church. And we had done it for 11 years in a row. Uh, 2020 was the last time we did it. In fact, uh, it was Wednesday night. We had 440 teenagers on the lower floor here uh, in the auditorium. Uh, We had over 70, I believe, trust Christ that night, walk an aisle uh, professing faith through an evangelist uh, that we had here. And then it was that Wednesday night, about 9 o'clock, where they uh, set out, you cannot have meetings of, more than 250 and of course a week later it was meetings of less than 10 Um, and so we we just snuck it in there but it is a great tool Uh, we basically promote uh, thousands of dollars worth of giveaways usually we try to give away a car to a teenage teenage winner on Wednesday night and we have a great time with that Uh, and we bring in an evangelist and uh, many times they they do come for the prizes but when the Holy Spirit of God falls down in this building uh, young people get saved and it's amazing and so we love doing that. We're hoping to do that this March, 6th through 8th. We're praying. It's a Monday through Wednesday night that uh, many young people will show up and that many will be saved.
0: And I'm already thinking about how you can maybe help with that. Uh, every single week we have our bus ministry that goes out. And perhaps you've seen the buses over here. We're thankful for that. And I've picked one of our bus captains, Brother Derek, to maybe talk a little bit about how maybe some souls have been saved or something that's happened on the bus ministry this year.
4: So. Yeah, it's been, it's been a good year on the bus, not without some challenges, um, but really it's been encouraging, a couple things that have been encouraging to me with our bus this year. Um, the first is the people that we have been able to lead to the Lord throughout the year. Um, the other thing is just really seeing some of the growth of our bus riders. Uh, I was just talking to, to Pastor Justin about this really in the last couple of weeks. Uh, numerically, maybe not exactly where I'd love to be every single week. But it's really it's been very cool to see... Um, families the uh, you know boys and girls teenagers who have no one else forcing them to go to church it's not a mom or a dad a grandma grandpa you know encouraging that which is which is great but it's them deciding every single sunday they're going to get up they're going to get themselves ready um and they're going to come to church uh and then not just come to church but also want to you know get to know people at church i was so encouraged uh after our christmas program and this has just been you know a few weeks ago i had two of our teenagers that ride our bus one of the girls said wow you know i'm in my school's choir at canby high school and that was just that was so cool seeing the choir and the orchestra that was so neat to see them play do you think that's something that maybe down the road i could be a part of that was awesome one of our middle school boys that rides the bus is in the the middle school band there at, at, at the middle school there in canby and uh, he said the same thing, Brother Derek, I played the trumpet. Uh, that was so cool, getting to see people use, you know, the, playing an instrument, but, but seeing them able to use that to serve the Lord, I just thought that was so neat. And so I was, it's been an encouraging year on that, just seeing steps of growth spiritually in the riders that are faithful on our buses.
0: Amen. Of course, we do have other outreach as well in other areas of Portland. Of course, we heard from our church planner, Kenny Menendez, in Anchorage, and how God was blessing him. On Wednesday night. Uh, About two of our site pastors are here tonight. And so Brother Mark, why don't you uh, share a little bit about what God's done in Springwater and then Brother Tim right afterwards a little bit about what God's doing in Woodburn.
4: Springwater Baptist Church has been a blessing. We just finished our second year. um, First of February, we'll be starting our third year at Springwater Baptist Church. And uh, we're seeing souls saved uh, weekly. And uh, with door-to-door soul winning, we're seeing souls saved in services uh, we've had a few baptisms. Uh, we are a small work, but God is growing it um, with His grace, and we're excited for what uh, 2023 is going to bring. Uh, we are having emphasis on uh, well, no less than the Great Commission uh, this year. We're uh, we got our sights set on Portland. <clears throat> we got our sights set on uh, world missions, and uh, we have our sights uh, set on training our people. Uh, to be able to share the gospel with others. And so there's an excitement, and uh, we're excited for that this year.
0: Amen. Thank you, Brother Mark. Uh,
5: 20... All right. You have to be smarter than the mic. you good, yeah. Uh, 2022 was an exciting year for us in Woodburn. Uh, we were able to get a, a location where people can find us and it was a move of faith since the rent was almost three times what we were paying. God's paid every penny, and we're grateful for that. We've seen people saved weekly and people baptized. We've seen folks come out of uh, Jehovah Witness and Catholicism to get saved to now being discipled uh, and getting baptized and growing. And, and God's just done an amazing work. Uh, we, we now average about what we'd have for a big day. If we were to push, with no push, and God is doing everything. He's doing the work. People are growing. They're coming to faith in Christ. They're hungry. They want to learn, and uh, we're excited to do uh, to continue that, plus so much more, and to continue to train them and disciple them. Looking forward to 2023 and see what God can do.
0: Hey, Brother Tim, thank you for that. Of course... All of this outreach couldn't be done without the giving of God's people and supporting the Great Commission. So I've asked Brother Jeremy to maybe give a couple highlights of what God's done in our giving area this year. So 2020, uh, 2020. Can you tell what number it is?
6: Uh, two was a miraculous year of giving here at Grandview Baptist Church and for our finances. Um, in 2021, Pastor Mutchler had made a push to pay off some debt and because of that, uh, in addition to the giving of the members, we were able to give over $1.4 million just in 2022 to the gym Fund. And then because we had paid off some debt in 2021, we were able to reserve another $750,000 uh, for a total of almost uh, over $2 million just for the Legacy uh, Fund in 2022. Um, the general fund for Grandview Baptist Church, of course, funds our daily operations, and it exceeds over a $1 million a year and uh, we were able to meet budget um, this past year in 2022 as well. And then the Academy um, in 2022 grew from $2.4 million budget to just under $3 million in uh, 2022, and they were also able to meet all of their uh, financial obligations for the year and also help to reserve some money for the gym. Um, In 2019, um, between 2019 and 2022, we we were able to pay down debt from... Just over $4 million to about $3.2 million. And we continue, even in 2022, we were able to pay $150,000 towards the debt of this building Amen. through our structured debt payments. And then also in 2022, we were able, the members of Grandview gave just around a quarter of a million dollars to missions. So we're not just focused inward, we're focused outward as well. And uh, just through the generosity of the people that sit here in the pews every, every week, we were able to, to impact the world.
0: Amen. Thank you, Brother Jeremy. Of course, several other outreach events we look forward to every year is our VBS, our Christmas and Easter programs. And so I've asked uh, Brother Vestal to go ahead and do that, uh, share a little bit about those
1: things. As far as Vacation Bible School, it's a joy. Uh, Each and every year we have this, of course, in July. And it's a wonderful opportunity to serve together with many other people with the amount of children that we have have come in It takes a host of workers, and the Lord always provides over 100 uh, workers in Vacation Bible School. Many of you that are here tonight are involved in that, and we appreciate it. We see each and every year as the gospel is presented, uh, with pastor and the puppets, as we start off, or Miss Vicki and her stories, or just any other setting, the gospel is just prominent through each evening. And the Lord always allows us to see at least right around 200 young people uh, individually trust Christ as their savior. And what a wonderful thing it is to see children. I know uh, I've heard many a testimony of folks uh, that grew up and their their testimony is I was saved at a vacation Bible school. And so we have seen that here through the years. It also takes a host of people giving so that that can move forward throughout the week. And uh, you folks have been so gracious and not only giving of your time, but also money and funds to make sure that that moves forward and we reach our next generation for Christ. Easter and Christmas programs serve a, a variety of purposes. One of which is exciting to me is that it involves over a 100 people, whether they're singing, playing an instrument, working lights, sound, media, uh, narrating, uh, putting together outfits for people to wear, whatever it, whatever it is and it unites uh, a group of people to work together. Secondly, as those who've worked in that those ministries before know, we make it a very prominent mentioning throughout our practice times that we are not doing this to show off, to perform necessarily. We're doing this to share a clear presentation of the gospel. And each and every time we do a program, whether it be Easter or Christmas, we make that very well known to all the folks who are involved. And take what you do very seriously, because our, our, our unified effort is to see people trust Jesus as their Savior. Many people will come to these things who might not come initially to a normal church service, and so uh, what was a blessing recently was we, uh, of course, make that a big deal. After one of the practices, uh, we had not had a performance yet. After one of the practices, one evening, we were wrapping it up, and folks were going home, and someone said, did you hear of the salvation that we had? And I said, well, how did we have a salvation? We haven't had a program yet. (laughs) And they said, well, one of our Korean young men whose host family is involved in the program was sitting out in the audience. And as he heard the program being practiced, the Holy Spirit got hold of his heart. And through those songs and narration and and just the clear presentation of the gospel, trusted Christ as His Savior after a pra- during a practice, mm-hmm. and so that was a first for us. But we're also thankful for the souls that were saved during the programs as well. And so, what a blessing it is to serve with such a wonderful group of people. Thank you, Brother Vestal. One of the things we started this year was our Pumpkin Sunday.
0: Uh, we had never. Uh, done that before that I know of as far as how I wanted to do it here. I wanted to be more than just a pumpkin. I wanted to be more like a pumpkin patch. Uh, we had a uh, petting zoo, and of course, thankful for Amy and Chris that shared that this morning into the video, uh, they brought Charlie, uh, the uh, alpaca with the mullet, and everybody loved him, and of course the calves and a few other things there. Uh, Brother Derek said, hey, I think we can shoot some apples with a slingshot, and so that literally went forever, and we couldn't get people to go home. It was great, and uh, and so we finally broke the window in the car. Uh, we, what was an exciting thing was I went to Bauman Farms and uh, friends of mine and I, I said, hey, uh, we need, I think it was 300 pumpkins. Well, they gave me 400. I said, we're not going to need that many. They said, well, we just want to be a blessing. And so I took them home back to the church here and we put everything out. Before it was all said and done, we needed almost all but 50 of them. And God just gave us a big, big day, and many people were saved. I think at least a dozen were saved that day, and it was just exciting. So that was a wonderful thing. Brother TJ, maybe talk a little bit about Tailgate, and then Brother Derek, why don't you talk a little bit about Trunk or Treat.
3: So, uh, Tailgate Sunday is a special Sunday we do every year, and it's wonderful atmosphere if you've been here for that. Uh, I love how all of our people pitch in. And, and the food, praise the Lord. The food is wonderful, and we have a great time with that. Uh, We had over 20 20 adult visitors uh, that Sunday morning. And uh, up to that point in the year outside of Easter, that was our most highly attended Sunday morning service we had uh, in 2022. And maybe the biggest blessing of the morning was the church staff finally won the football game. (laughs) Uh, It
4: was a great year for Trunker Street as well. Uh, Really just a couple of bonuses for me was just the amount of people this year that really... God on board. We had more trunks uh, that were decorated than we've ever had before, uh, which was a good thing because we had more people show up for trunk retreat than we've ever had before. So it was it was just a great time. I enjoyed so much just the opportunity to get to serve. To me, it's just a cool atmosphere. Uh, You know, getting to know different church members, newer church members, just jumping in and getting involved and having a good time, being able to be a blessing uh to our community and just so many and it was it was good for me as well uh so many uh like I said of newer members that maybe I had not even been able to get to know as well uh but being able to work with them uh you know being able to talk with them just through that whole experience it was just a blessing uh to be a part of that event
0: amen that is great and then of course we had a missions trip this year we went to Honduras a little bit and brother Muncher do you mind talking a little bit about the missions trip about what God did and in that area so
7: Years ago, we decided that if we're going to support missions uh, and if young people are going to be called to missions, they're going to have to see the mission field. And so out of that desire to get young people to the mission field, especially, we started planning these meetings. We had it before COVID. And then last summer, we went to Honduras, and they have facilities there where we can all stay and take a big crowd. We had... uh, Uh, Over 30, I believe, were right at it. And so it was just an amazing thing. Every single teenager got to lead people to Christ. We saw over 200 people come to faith in Christ in there. And they're able to go to feeding centers and be able to feed them. Uh, They learned how to share the gospel in Spanish. Uh, Sometimes they didn't even know what they were saying, but they'd memorized it. And they shared the gospel in Spanish. We got to go to public schools where they literally opened up the public school and let every teenager have like three or four children that they explained the gospel. And you would go out and you'd see these uh, uh, teenagers sitting around, three, three or four people sitting around, and they'd be scattered all over the school. It was just an amazing thing. The teachers were excited. Uh, to hear the gospel and see that their students were coming to faith in Christ. Uh, they sang songs. They memorized like five songs in Spanish. And so they'd sing children's songs everywhere they went. It was a phenomenal meeting. And God blessed. I think everyone came back just uh, excited about what God did. And then they also saw uh, very poor people and yet very happy people. And they realized it doesn't take a lot to be happy. And I think all the teenagers said, I need to be uh, more thankful for all that God's given our family. It was a blessing.
0: Amen. I appreciate that. I'm going to have uh, Chris and Sarah. Do you mind talking a little bit about the missions trip too in a little bit? That'd be okay? Okay. And uh, we'll we'll go ahead and get the microphone back there. And uh, one of the things we started this year was our starting point. And we had many, many people, I mentioned this morning, over 100 people uh, uh, come to that, and over 50 have joined the church, 50 families. So we're thankful for the starting point, and all God's done for that, and so we continue to follow up on that. And so we're thankful for that. Brother Chris, thank you for being willing. Now I kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but do you mind sharing a little bit about what God did through uh, the exchange students in the missions trip? So.
8: Yes, uh, most of our students, um, we started out last year, we had twenty-five students, nine of which went to the mission trip last year, and uh, they all came with came back with amazing testimonies. Um, uh, well, originally they weren't planning on going to the trip, but many of them, because of the circumstances, they had um, to stay behind, and. Mission trips not only change their lives, but they go back to their countries and uh, they talk to their parents, spreading the gospel and family and friends. Uh, and the parents see this and the changes, and uh, it affects them as well. Um, this year, we are also planning another trip to Alaska, and we hope to bring as many people, many students, as you can.
0: Hey, Amen. And then, Sarah, while you're there, do you mind talking a little bit about the discipleship program a little bit?
9: Um, so, in my position, I cannot really force the kids to get saved or mm-hmm. disciple because um, many Korean cultures, they feel forced if an adult asks them, Do you want to get saved? They just knock the head, okay. Um, so, I wait until kids got saved and then come and ask me questions about the Bible. And we had a group of kids last year ask me to start the continue class, which uh, was uh, five students. They all got graduated last year. And then after seeing them got grow in the um, Christian, many of the kids are waiting in the line. I want to do the continue class as well. So I'm doing discipleship right now with the three other kids, and the six kids are in the waiting <laughs> this year.
0: Amen. Thank you, Sarah, for that. And we're thankful for many adults as well that are in the discipleship program. And what a blessing that has been. Uh, some of the things that we've uh, done this year is our Sunday school ministry Brother Cameron do you mind uh, Brother Charles get, getting prepared for that but we're thankful for our Sunday school classes and uh, most of our staff either uh, lead a class or are uh, over a ministry and then, of course Brother Much will be starting one soon but we're thankful for our Sunday school program All God's Done I've asked one of our adult teachers Brother Charles to give a word about that
10: well uh, I wrote some thoughts down so I can be more uh, concise about what I had to say Uh, God has greatly blessed Linda and I uh, over the last 12 years to lead the Fellowship of Light Sunday School class. And like most other Sunday School classes, we start with the most important things. We have coffee and food to begin with, (laughs) and uh, that's always exciting. But then we generally uh, will have uh, singing hymns and choruses and things like that. And then prayer time where we pray for our members and our families and our friends, and uh, it's, it's always a blessing to hear when we have answered prayer. That's especially important. We've actually had several members recently who were diagnosed with cancer and other things, and they've been healed, Amen. and we're convinced it's, it's a direct relationship to the prayer. Uh, our lessons have covered many different topics, including the miracles of Christ, creation science, and end-time prophecy, but we always focus on the Word of God and how it's relevant to our lives and how it's applicable to what we do and how we live. Uh, One of the greatest blessings that we've seen in our class is the heart of the people and their love for God. And we've seen so many people that have helped one another in our class in tangible ways and also in prayer and continued prayer. And for many years, we've observed growth, spiritual growth, that's really apparent within our members. And uh, everybody in our class pretty much gets involved in some way, gets connected through either service or some other uh, means of participation. And it's just been such a blessing for us to see that each individual that's part of the class, uh, it's enriching to... Us and to them to be a part of our uh, ministry, and they become a part of the ministry and take ownership of it.
0: Thank you, Brother Charles. I appreciate that. Thankful for all our teachers and all your hard work in preparing and loving on on people. Um, Brother Derek, why don't you talk a little bit about the unlocked program for teens and how God's used that this year? Yes,
4: it's really. Uh, this has been about a little over a year ago, actually, from, from today. Uh, I really wanted an opportunity to get to know some of our sixth graders in our school a little bit better. Uh, So I approached Ms. Wooster and just kind of mentioned to her, you know, is there any time that maybe I could pull sixth grade for, you know, not a lengthy period of time, 30, 40 minutes a day, and have a a Bible class with them that was just suited for them. Uh, She was all for it. um, And... Kind of through through how all this worked out, I remembered that Brother TJ had written a teen discipleship that we were going to implement at our last youth explosion. I Man, we had people uh, signed up, you know, ready to get discipled with this teen discipleship, and obviously uh, that didn't work out. But we had this you know curriculum that had already been written for teenagers, and so. I went to Brother TJ and said, "Hey, what do you think about this idea? I could take these sixth graders. We could walk through this this Unlock series, just kind of the foundations of our faith uh, for a Bible class." So he was all for it. We worked together, got that kind of into a curriculum form, and really, that's been a blessing. Uh, the spring semester of, of last school year, I was able to take about forty-two of our sixth graders through that Unlock series, and it really just goes through, um, you know, what is the Bible. Uh, What is the Trinity? What is salvation? Talks about heaven. We talk about hell. We talk about church attendance. We talk about just the practical things. How can I help my church as I grow up? What are some things that I can do to encourage others in church? And just a lot of great things to know as a young person that's just getting it to be a middle schooler into a high schooler. And it's been been an amazing thing to, to see. Uh, This last fall semester, we were also able to take the next group of 6th graders through that, about forty-five sixth graders, uh, and complete that here just just a couple weeks ago. And that's just been amazing. Uh, Each of those times that we've gone through it, uh, we've had young people that have gotten saved in the class. Again, lesson one on salvation, you know, they'll come up to me uh, or they'll come to me later and say, hey... uh, Let's get, everything you're saying makes sense, but I don't know if there's been a time when I've done that. And so we've been able to see uh, young people trust uh, in Christ as their Savior, as well as, uh, it also stresses baptism. Uh, It's amazing how many of our uh, young people that have been saved, that maybe have even grown up in church, that when you start teaching about that baptism being the next step of faith, the light bulb comes on. And we've been able to see many of our young people get baptized because of that as well.
0: Thank you. Speaking about the school, Mrs. Booster, would you mind chatting a little bit about what God's doing in the school this year? But the camera over in the back and as he's doing that, Connor, I want you to talk a little bit about what God's doing in the children's ministry.
11: It's been a big blessing this year to uh, have the children's ministry. And um, we've grown so much, not just numerically, but also to see the kids grow over the years. Uh, I've been talking with my wife about it, just to see the kids from when we took over in uh, 2020 and just see the kids' growth just by coming to church every Sunday and to see them excited to come, not just because of the prizes or the giveaways that we do, but also because of the relationships that they get to build with the Sunday school teachers and uh, with the workers there at Children's Church has been just a blessing um, and then also on Wednesdays for our Awana program that we've had, I grew up going to Awana, I loved doing it and was happy that I was able to take it over when I came and just the growth that we've been able to have there as well has been awesome to see and it's, it's a different crowd than we get to see on Sundays um, we don't run buses or anything like that but we get to see a lot of people that don't Uh, might not have a midweek service that they go to they bring their kids to that a lot of kids from our school are able to attend that and a lot of my workers from Iwana are teachers in the school so they get to promote it so it's just a special opportunity that we've been able to have at Iwana there as well
0: and last year we started an awana for parents class and we had a high day of, of over 40 come one night for that and continue to have done it this year. So trying to reach the parents as well. And we're thankful for all Brother Connor and Miss Krista does for that. Mrs. Wooster, why don't you share a little bit about what God's doing in the school.
12: Grandview Christian Academy is probably, in my opinion, one of the most exciting ministries here. And not just because I'm involved in it, but because... It really it encompasses so many of the ministries that were mentioned up on the stage. Um, we have been blessed every year. Every year is a year of firsts for us. This year we have more students than we have ever had. In previous history, this year we have more staff members than we've ever had. We have one of the best teams that I've ever worked with personally. But beyond all of that, God has just really used this school to not just reach the students that we're blessed with every single day, but to reach their families. We've watched many, many students, as they've mentioned up there, get saved. But then that message goes home. And we start seeing inquiries from families. We start seeing families showing up at church and hearing that message, getting stronger in their walk with Christ, getting baptized. It's, it's truly, it's just a blessing. I'm so excited to not only see what happens now through the rest of this year with youth explosion and the other things taking place, but we're already, my inbox is full with people inquiring about how to get into Grandview Christian Academy already for next year. So the Lord just continues to bless and I'm so grateful to be a part of it.
0: Thank you. Brother Cameron, if you don't mind taking that to my wife, she'll talk a little bit about the nursery. But while he's doing that, Brother John, why don't you talk a little bit about how God has allowed more volunteers to get involved in the uh, grounds and the greeting and and security and different ministries you oversee.
13: Yeah, John Hoxie here. Uh, I get to oversee the First Impressions team and I really enjoy it because we get to be the first people that see people as they drive in and uh, just wave at people and greet them today we got to take umbrellas uh, to bring the ladies in and keep their hair dry that's always important and uh, that we just have a good team of people Uh, and greeters ushers all the first impressions uh, even our uh, security and first responders team is part of that and we have guys that kind of keep eyes on things to keep us safe and that's a wonderful thing. If we have a medical emergency, we have people that can take care of it right away. It's just a blessing to, to work uh, with these guys and, uh, and, and ladies as well. And, uh, and it's, just, it's just we need more people to be involved. And so uh, but uh, God's blessed us this year, and we do have some more folks that have got plugged in. And as far as the building and grounds maintenance, uh, I really love to be able to do that. One of the biggest things I love about it is that we get to build a relationship with people that are behind-the-scenes type of people. They just have the gift of helps. And uh, there's so many people in our church that have talents, whether it's electrical, plumbing, whatever. Uh, It's great to see them be able to use that for the Lord. And we have some folks that are retired. I've got a guy that gives me a day every week to come help me on maintenance projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people that call and say, hey, I've got plumbing issues. And we have people that, that will go out and take care of that to help our church members. And it doesn't cost them a fortune for a, for a, you know, a plumber. And uh, it's a joy to be able to get to know these, these guys. And, and it's a joy to get to i have been to many of your homes just to try to help you and to save you some money and do projects for you. I love it. And it's an opportunity to get to know you as well. And uh, we, have a, we have a great team of people. You don't see them all the time. You don't see it all happening because it's all behind the scenes. But we have a host of people that come in. Marshall and Valerie coming in with their cleaning team. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And we could use your help if you're, in, if you wanna, if you're interested in something like that. God's already blessed us with a, with a, with a good team. But we'll, we'll take you as well.
7: Amen. Hey,
0: man. There's nothing better than to walk into a bathroom and it smells great. And uh, you know that's because people have rolled up their sleeves and they got some elbow grease and they got going on it. And I want you to say I really appreciate that. What a blessing. I'm going to have my wife talk a little bit about the nursery. And I'll structure a little bit. And then the many people that maybe helped and volunteered. And by the way, aren't you thankful for the nursery? Yes, so,
9: yeah, so um, I think it was um, beginning of June that several of the Um, shift leaders came to me and said, you know, we have a lot of school teachers who are going home for the summer, or they'll be in and out, and we just don't think that there's going to be enough workers for fulfilling all the service times over the summer. What are we going to do? So um, I stepped in, and I took over, and we um, started putting out sign-up sheets for the nursery and ladies just started signing up which was a huge blessing and um, we've been able to create structure within the different classes so there's three different classes for the kids Um, we have the infant we have the uh, toddler class which is one to two years old and then we have the two and three year old class so then they graduate um, after that and then they go to the children's ministry Um, But we have also, we were able to create lesson times for the two and three year old class because they are definitely old enough and that they can sit still and they can listen to a short little Bible story and sing songs and they have craft time and so they have their own little program going on while we're sitting in here in the auditorium having class and It's just, I've just been amazed by all the ladies who have just signed up and said, you know, yes, I can serve once a month. I've even had some ladies tell me, go ahead and put me down for two, which is incredible. And it's amazing, and I'm grateful for it. Um, And uh, we have even been able to have um, a couple different fellowship times, and it's always nice just to get to know the different ladies that you serve with um, as well. And I feel like nursery is an ever-changing group, so if there's a lady sitting out here that says, well, I could probably do that too, come and see me afterwards, we'll sign you up.
0: Man, being some salespeople the last few times, okay. Uh, Brother Cameron, if you could maybe take it over to Miss Vicki, I'm going to have Brother Mutzer talk a little bit about best years, uh, and maybe Miss Vicki, talk a little about the ladies' Bible study you lead,
7: so... Uh, this, this last year we started the Best Years Club, and that's something that I'm excited about. We're having activities. Uh, we went to Christmas lights. We've had several game nights here in the four year of the church. Uh, we have restaurants scheduled out. We have trip to Leavenworth last summer. We have it again this summer. And then we're looking for larger trips in the future of a cruise, maybe to Alaska and then a trip to Israel. We had people even this morning asking about when we're going to go to Israel as a group. And there's so many different activities we can do. Oregon is full of it. One of the things we'll do this spring is we're going on a covered bridge tour. There are a lot of covered bridges in Oregon. And we're going to take two separate days where we go through all the covered bridges in our area and then have a picnic on those days as well. And so it's going to be an exciting time. We're putting out a newsletter almost every week. Uh, the biggest challenge for seniors, though, is you have to open an email. And that that's sometimes a challenge. Or you have to be connected to Round, And uh, they have not yet conquered that. But I do appreciate everyone that's helping them to get a little bit more high tech and be able to read the emails and things along those times. But we are looking to build uh, a unity with our seniors. Uh, you know, if a person lives to 90, uh, 38 of those years, they'll be over 55 years of age. And so mm-hmm. one of the largest groups in any church is seniors just by the fact that that's 38% of your life and or 38 years of your life. And so uh, we want our seniors not just to come and sit But we want them serving, we want them fellowshipping, we want them interacting, we want them having fun together uh, in Christian fellowship. And so a lot are involved in other activities, but it's rare that you can pray together, talk about Jesus together. And so we believe it's going to be a wonderful thing going throughout 2023. Awesome. Thank you, Ms. Vicki.
14: Well, uh, every Monday not every Monday morning, I should say, at 9.30 next door at my home, we have a ladies' Bible study, and it has really grown. Uh, last week, I think we had 24 or 26 gathered in my kitchen. They said, you doubled your kitchen. I think you're going to have to double it again. <laughs> but uh, we always have room for one more. We have a great time. Uh, right now, I'm teaching through a book called You're Never Alone. And we have a great time of fellowship and food, with prayer, and it is a great time for the ladies co- to connect with each other, and, and it's an amazing time. Also, um, before you had asked me to speak a little bit about uh, Little Bear Bible Club, that's on Sunday nights. I started that a little over 20 years ago. I used to dress up to look old for Little Bear. Now I can just do it on my own. (laughs) I don't have to do it. Um, We have, it started out to be uh, three to five year olds. But we had so much fun. Then it was three to eight-year-olds, and then it was three to... Now it's three to twenty. So if you want to come down there and you're under twenty years of age, you can come down. We have Bible stories. We sing songs. Um, We we have the children. They take up the offering. They pray for the offering. They give testimonies. We've had a couple of them preach. You know, because if you do that as a five- and eight-year-old young person, it's really easy for you to do it as an adult. So we have a great time down there on sunday nights
0: thank you miss vicki what a blessing that is we're going to try to wrap things up here real quickly but uh brother uh cameron maybe you can talk a little bit about the young adult conference and then brother tj a little bit about youth camp and what god did that during those times
2: yeah so this year we're planning our second young adult conference coming up in august and we've scheduled brother kurt skelly to come and preach for us and so we're excited about that it'll be a friday night and saturday morning Um, And last year we had 50 young adults show up and some of those from our church and some of those from other churches. And this year I'm I'm hoping, planning on uh, having 50 from our church show up. And so uh, pray with me about that if you would.
3: Amen. Uh, We took uh, almost 70 teenagers down to California to Mount Zion Baptist Camp. Uh, It's a far drive, but uh, by the way, if you wonder why we drive so far, because they fly in the most uh, speakers that I know of any camp. And so our young people get to hear some of the best preaching of their lives uh and they make massive decisions and of course many of you saw that sunday morning teen camp review uh we started that sunday morning a couple years ago and everybody looks forward to it every year so i don't know if we'll ever stop doing that uh but we had a wonderful time uh i did have some parents mention leaving their kids in california i didn't i brought them back sorry mm-hmm. uh for the first time as well uh brother connor maybe we can talk he took Uh, The children down to camp as well. Connor? Yeah,
0: Connor.
11: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, we thought Brother TJ was crazy taking 70 teenagers, so we decided to take some kids down. Uh, Drove 14 hours down to California, and uh, it was hot, and it was. way out there, but it was a great time, and uh, we got to build some great relationships with the kids, Uh, my wife and my brother and uh, Doretta Colin got to take some kids down there, and it was just a blessing to be able to see the kids have a great time and also get to hear preaching every day um, on their level and get to uh, just be out there and have that experience and just see them have a great time, so that was awesome.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. For the best do you talk a little bit about the choir and how I know it's really grown, and it's exciting what God's doing uh, with the choir, and then maybe Cameron talk just a second about the orchestra as well.
1: So. We have a wonderful group of people in the choir. We enjoy our practice time singing. We view it, of course, as a ministry. It's not a performance. We have a heart and a desire to minister in each service as we sing together, and just a faithful group of people who give of themselves weekly to practice and come together, of course, sing. During our 8.30 service choir, a little more challenging. A lot of our singers are involved in ministry during that time, which is a wonderful thing. So we're still uh, we're still growing in that area. But our other services, we have more available singers. And it's just a joy. Nearly, I, I can honestly say, almost weekly. Uh, my wife and I have people come to us out in the forum, maybe after service, and just say uh, we really enjoyed the choir, and their singing, and uh, just a blessing to work together with my wife on that, as well as a wonderful group of people. If you're interested in singing in the choir, uh, we would love to meet with you and uh, give you an opportunity to join us in that ministry.
2: Um, I I think there's something just beautiful about a choir, but I think the additional diversity of music that's added when you add uh, orchestral instruments just really fills out our church, and I think really adds to uh, the music service here, um, and we have a great group of people who help us for every large event, and, and, and even a smaller group that's our core, um, and I'm really thankful for them that show up every single week, and they're faithful, and they, they put in the time to practice, and, and come for the performances and the services, and I'm thankful for them, and if you are interested in, in using a gift, maybe that you've sat on for 20, 30 years even, um, and you're ready to pick that instrument back up and get involved, um, we've got a place for you. So come see me.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. And I appreciate all those testimonies. I did want to kind of say just briefly, uh, talking about salvations, I know we had over 900 uh, recorded salvations this year we're thankful for that but maybe you're here tonight and we just want to quickly recognize you say i accepted christ this year if you would just raise your hand uh, we want to celebrate that a little bit if you accepted christ this year there we go all over praise the lord let's give him a hand and uh, that's exciting as well um, maybe you didn't get saved this year, but you follow the Lord in baptism. You follow the Lord in baptism this year. Raise your hand. Oh, look at all that. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that's exciting. What a blessing that is as well. How many say, you know what, I joined the church as well this year. If you join the church this year, will you raise your hand? Oh, wow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And uh, what a blessing that is. At um, uh, this time, uh, what I think is, is one of the most exciting things is our discipleship program And I can't speak enough about it. I think it does more for the person discipling than the person getting discipled sometimes, but I'm thankful for it. And so we want to take a moment here as we kind of close out and have a certificate for everyone who's gone through. This is a 14-week course, sometimes because of uh, flexible schedules and things coming up. It ends up being maybe 16 weeks. That's like four months. And I'm thankful for that. And so, at this time, if you uh, are a part of the uh, continued discipleship program and you finished or close to being finished, if you'll come up here, we have a certificate for you. All right, come on up. Let me actually let me call your name, Katie Dreyer. We have Bryce Dreyer. We have Esther Garrett. We have uh, Tom Garrett. Um, could you could you help me with the question? Uh, we're gonna give these out to them once. Why don't you just come on up here and fill up the the, the platform for now? Uh, see so if you're not here, that's okay, but I'm gonna call your name Joyce Johnson, Mandy Lim, Sandy Lim, Amy Rooser, Chris Rooser. Um let's see here. Oh, TJ, could you them okay. David Rickard, Carly Rickard, Brandon Smith. Uh, Kelly Smith. And then Heidi Smith and Michael Smith. Debbie Shores, Les Shores. Okay. Uh, Bella Ziegler. Ziegler. Max Song. Okay, I think he already went back. Tommy Song. Let's see here. Dalton Stott. Eric Hyatt. Okay. Ross LeBron. Lindsey Burback burbach burbach sorry okay all righty i think i went through all of them here and uh, we're thankful for that and go ahead someone maybe get a picture you got a picture okay and let's give them a hand okay Bless okay everybody smile in case you weren't smile again you got it okay and good, good, good. All righty. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to go through that. Uh, I, I, I know, I hope it was a blessing to you. I know it was a blessing to all of us. And we're excited to be able to do that with even more people this year. And so, church, let's give them one more hand. And what a blessing that is. You can be seated. I said my last name wrong?
10: Oh,
0: did I? I'm sorry. Okay, what an exciting thing. I, I, I believe the Lord's gonna allow us to have another platform full. And uh there we go. And uh Sawyer didn't get his, that's what it was, huh? So anyways, what a blessing that is. Uh just one more two or one or two more quick things. If you're a Sunday school teacher and you're here tonight, do you mind standing tonight? And we want to thank the Lord for all our Sunday school teachers, all the hard work they do, and what a blessing they are. We're thankful for them. Uh, you may be seated. And if you're an Awana helper, a children's church worker, or a nursery worker, if you could stand, we want to uh, congratulate you as well. Thank you so much. And school teachers as well, school teachers as well. Wow, look at this. What a blessing. Okay. And then uh, let's see your usher, or a choir member, or an orchestra member, or a greeter, if you could stand at this time. And uh, praise the Lord. Uh, let's see here. Uh, cleaning or janitorial team. If you could stand. okay. What a blessing. What a blessing. Uh, media helper or ground helper. Okay. Anybody? up there? There you go. Okay. And uh, let's see here. Nursing home ministry helps or bus captains and workers. If you could stand up at this time and uh, what a blessing. Okay, and then uh, special music groups, special music groups, if you could stand, if you're involved in those at all, praise the Lord, what a blessing, and God bless you, some of you stood every time, and uh, you're involved in too much, no, but we I'm teasing you, praise the Lord, we're so thankful for you, uh, what a blessing, and uh, I hope that was an encouragement to you tonight. And we're thankful for the many people who've been saved and just the ones who are just faithfully in their place, not just attending, but you're serving and a part of things. Uh, May I say that, that this church didn't happen by accident. It's because of God's people doing that each and every week. It is a blessing to be able to show up and just people be in their place. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you for those who encourage people to be here. Uh, What a blessing as well. I asked uh, Brother Mutchler to close us in prayer this morning. I'm going to ask him again tonight to do that. I appreciate Brother Mutchler and his willingness to continue to see the church go on and be a part of the church and minister as well. And so, Brother Mutchler, will you
7: close us in prayer tonight? That's right. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for what you did in 2022. You've blessed so many lives. You've seen people come to faith in Christ and grow in the Lord. And Lord, we're expecting great and mighty things this year. And we thank you for the theme that was presented this morning. What a blessing that was, how it encouraged our hearts. And Heavenly Father, we just ask for your blessings on all that's done We know that we cannot labor in the energy of the flesh and be successful. We must have your help. And so I pray that you'll help every volunteer, every helper, every teacher, everyone that participates in any area. And let it be not just us, but God working through us. And we praise you for all that you do. And bless the time of fellowship and food we'll have after this. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.